Okay, so yesterday we began learning about the um, the verse the mimer is based on. On that night, the king's sleep was disturbed, and what we learned so far is that whatever um, happens in Shemaim, whatever happens in heaven, is a result of what we are doing in this world. As the Baal Shem Tev <coughs> explained the verse, Hashem is your shadow, that Hashem, so to speak, responds to the way we behave here. So, because during the time of the exile, Jewish people are in a state of sleep, spiritually, so this causes Hashem, so to speak, also to be in a state of, of sleep. And the miracle of the story of Purim was that, that the king's sleep was disturbed, which, as we learned, doesn't only refer to King Achashverosh, but also refers to the king of all kings, Hashem, that, so to speak, Hashem's sleep is disturbed. And although it's a time of the exile, although it's, it's a time when, there's a, uh, when we are asleep, yet Hashem's, Hashem um, wasn't asleep, and he, and he, and he uh, whatever sleep means, and Hashem's sleep was disturbed, and, he's, and he rescued the Jewish people, and the miracle of Purim happens. So, well, all we learned so far was that, that our behavior causes a, a mirror-like behavior in heaven, and um, there is a concept of Hashem sleeping. But we didn't explain what that sleep is. What does it mean that Hashem is asleep? And in this next paragraph from Ace Bayes, we're going to learn the meaning of the sleep of Hashem. What that means. The previous Shabbat continues in his discourse that this Mimer is based on. That he said in Purim, Tafshin, Purim 1940, to explain what sleep means in heaven, we'll understand this by using an example of what sleep means for a human being. We're not talking anymore about spiritual sleep. We're not just talking about regular sleep. It's as it says in the Pasuk, for my flesh I could see Hashem, that for whatever whatever happens in a person's body, in his soul, he can understand, uh, he could see Hashem, he can understand how things are in heaven, spiritually, because uh, Hashem wants us to understand what's going on spiritually. As the Torah says, know the God of your Father, and therefore Hashem built us in a way that from our own self, my flesh, I could see godliness, I could see how things are in Shemayim. The difference between a person being awake or asleep. There's no difference in regards to the existence of a person. The person exists when he is awake and exists when he is asleep. While he is asleep, his existence is still complete. While he's asleep, he has all of his limbs and all of his veins. And not just that. Not just as you have externally the limbs and the veins, but also, as he mentions in the parentheses, he's there, he also has the life force in his limbs and veins. It's also present when he's asleep. And more, not only does he have his limbs and his veins and the energy that animates him, besides the life force, he also has his koychas anefesh. He also has every person has various. Um, he has ten 
um, soul powers. So the soul powers are fully there um, while he's asleep. In his Upeilum Pulasim, not just that they exist, they also function. The soul powers also function while he's asleep as well. So he has his entire body, he has his limbs, so that's, that's one um, dimension. He's ex- externally, he's completely there. Deeper, he also has his life force. And deeper, not just he has his life force, he also has his faculties, his intellect, his emotions. And not only does he have them when he's asleep, they also function. Like we see clearly in the idea of dreams, that when a person's asleep, all of his faculties are functioning, he has his intellect, he has his emotions, etc., and he also has his desire, and he also has his pleasure. What's the um, addition over here that Rebbe is making with the dreams? He's saying that we have a whole experience while we're asleep, we, when we dream. We see that that um, all of our soul powers are functioning, our intellect is functioning, because we're thinking things in our dream, we're feeling things in our dream. That's seichel midas, seichel intellect, midas feelings, v'chulu. And there adds the word v'chulu. What's the extra v'chulu? What's he adding with that? Hashem will uh, get to that later. But he, um, he, he adds, besides the intellect and feelings, and saying the word etc., he then says desire and pleasure. He puts him, desire and pleasure in a different category than intellect and feelings. As we'll see, that intellect and feelings are soul powers that have uh, vessels, meaning our intellect is primarily in our mind, our feelings are in our heart. Um, they have, they're contained. They have their place in our lives, and our bodies. Intellect and feelings are called souls, soul powers which are inside something. They, they are measured in a vessel. We also have transcendent soul powers, which aren't in a specific organ in the, in, in the body. Desire is in every part of the body. As it says in Tanya, when you want to move your hand, your hand moves immediately because your desire is in your entire body. And so too, pleasure is in the entire body. It's not in any specific organ. So when we're asleep, our intellect and feelings function and our desire and pleasure functions. Not only do we, as our mind function when we're asleep, but more... It functions well, as when a person has a merit, the intellect that he discovers when he is sleeping is a real, solid intellect. Um, we know, for example, there is um, a tzaddik who wrote a book called Questions and Answers from Heaven. And every night he would go to sleep, and he would write down his questions, and he would find the answers um, just asking Hashem before going to sleep, and he discovered the answers while he was asleep. So, so he, 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 Hashem revealed to him Torah, real seichel, real true intellect, while he was asleep. This is one of the earlier Rishonim. This is one of the um, earlier commentaries on the Talmud. And, and Poskim, and, those who, and, and someone who um, issued halachic rulings. So, not only do you also have intellect, you also have, a, you could have real intellect, intellect of Torah, and also, your pleasure and desire also are functioning while you're asleep. 
אבל גם מי שאינם בדרגה זו, הרי מראים ממוכה שגם בחלי משלה יש עמיד השכל רצה מתיינג בגיע ליום שאינם יש מציאס. Even someone is not in the level of discovering new Torah insights when he's asleep. But we still see that when he has a dream, he is thinking, and he's feeling, and he's wanting, and he's having pleasure about things that exist. In other words, although it's not um, uh, um, things that, that are actually true, but there are things which could be true. He thinks about things that could be true. So it's, 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 uh, it's not Torah insights, it's not, it's not the absolute truth, and not even things which actually happen in the world, not even true in the physical sense, but there are things which could be true. The Gemara says that a person doesn't dream about an elephant going through the eye of a needle even in a dream. It's impossible things don't enter your mind even in a dream. In other words, things which are, which are, are, are completely cannot be true, those things don't enter your mind even in a dream. Things which could be true could enter your mind. Things which cannot be true, do not. Look at note 22. Uh, like it says in Kalim Gemara Brachas, that, um, that, this, that this is how dreams work. So dreams are about true things, things which are potentially true. One second. The previous mentions people do, do have that kind of dream. So how does the previous episode say that people have that dream and the Gemara says you don't? If you're thinking all day, if you have literally the Hasidic scripture today, you're like, well, I never think about an elephant going through the eye of a needle. I never dream about that. And you think about it, now you may, may think about it, and you may dream about it uh, at night. Um, but that's only a product of what you're thinking about during the day. It's possible you're sleeping and you think about an elephant going through the eye of a needle. You think about something which cannot be true. That's just a product of what you're thinking about during the day. Yes, it happens while you're dreaming, but it's not because you're dreaming. It's, you don't realize while you're dreaming that um, your, your dreams are affected by what you thought about during the day. It's not a, a product. It's not because you're dreaming that you're thinking about something which cannot be true. It's because you thought about it during the day. So bottom line is that during our sleep, our, our body is there, our life force is there, our intellect is there, our feelings are there, and um, whether they're functioning um, in a way that um, we're discovering tutorial insights or we're just thinking about things that could be true, but there, there is some, um, there's some uh, real impact of our, our, our um, soul powers while we're sleeping. So what then is the difference between being awake and being asleep? The difference between being awake and being asleep is this. While you're awake, all of the things in, within you are in an orderly manner. They're all working and functioning in an orderly manner. And there cannot be, while you're awake, that two things, two parts of you, that our opposites of each other should converge, and um, the, you can't even have um, there, there to be a disarray of the soul powers. Everything functions in an orderly way. The intellect pr- co- contributes to your feelings. Your feelings contribute to your behavior. It's, it's, it, there's an order, and that there can't be a 
There's no disarray while you're awake. All the soul, all the soul powers are functioning orderly. When all the soul powers are functioning in an orderly way, so then you could see it's noticeable the virtue of the higher soul powers and how they govern the lower soul powers, which in turn govern the soul powers which are lower than them. Intellect, feelings, behavior, uh, ideology, character. We, we, you see the, um, the, the um, flow of the higher soul powers, lower soul powers. However, when you're asleep, in a dream, when you're asleep, there could be a connection of two soul powers which are completely opposite of each other. One's the highest soul power and one's the lowest. There could even be a, a convergence of many soul powers in a, dis, in a disorderly way, in a dysfunctional way. Certainly you cannot see when you're asleep when all the soul powers are functioning in a disorderly way, you cannot see the, um, the advantage that the higher soul powers have over the lower soul powers. We'll understand what this means in Shemayim, from the way things are in ourselves. So we said two details so far. One thing is that when we're asleep, our soul powers are um, are connected to each other in a dysfunctional way when we're asleep, as we'll see later on how that works. And second of all, because of this, you don't notice the advantage of the intellect, the higher soul powers, over the lower soul powers. So both of these details, one, that there's a... Um, that there is a connection between the soul powers in a disorderly way. And number two, that you don't notice the advantage of the higher soul powers of the lower. Both of these things exist in Shemayim. As we said, I could see what's happening in Shemayim, what's happening in myself. So both of these details uh, exist also in Shemayim. When we talk about Hashem being in a state of sleep, both things are true. But the Rebbe only mentions one of them. When... Hashem is, so to speak, in a state of sleep, you don't see the virtue of the higher things. So um, the reason we're mentioning only this one, because this point, is because this is pertinent to, um, to what we're going to discuss in, in this uh, mimer about, about Gullus being like, like sleep. Um, but bo- certainly both things are true. Um, we'll get to that later, God willing. But... Um, what does it mean that we don't notice the virtue of the loftier things during the time of Gullus? It's interesting the difference between um, the way the Rebbe presents it in this mimer, the previous Rebbe presents it in, 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 in his mimer. In the Rebbe's mimer, in this mimer, the Rebbe says you don't see the virtue of the loftier soul powers or the loftier things. He doesn't use the word soul powers. In the previous Rebbe's mimer, the sentence is you don't see the virtue of the higher soul powers over the lower soul powers. What is the previous Rebbe saying? Previous Rebbe is saying, what is the higher soul powers of Hashem? What is the lower soul powers? What does that mean for Hashem? The higher soul powers refer to the Jewish people. It says the Jewish people are called Hashem's head. The word Yisrael is made up of two words, Li Reish. They are to me a head. The Jewish people are called, so to speak, a head for Hashem. 
So, um, the nations of the world are not uh, subjugated to the rule of the Jewish people in the exile, just like when we're asleep, our, we don't see the virtue over the intel, of the intellect over the other soul powers and how it governs the rest of the body. Oh, if I can't give you a meal, at least let me, let me give you dessert. <laughs> so, so just like, just like um, uh, when we are asleep, we don't see the virtue of our intellect governing the rest of our body. Uh, we don't see the virtue. So too, the Jewish people are called the intellect, so to speak, of Hashem. And you don't see, um, in, during the exile, that the nations of the world are subservient to the, to the rule of the Jewish people. So that's how the previous represents it. The lower is not subservient to the higher. During the exile, the lower, the, the nations of the world, aren't subservient to the Jewish people. That's one component. But then, in this mimer, the Rebbe doesn't phrase it that way. He doesn't say that the lower soul powers are not subservient to the higher. He says more. You don't see the virtue of the higher soul powers. Which means, we're not talking about the yardstick of how we are measured against the nations of the world. We're talking about the virtue of the Jewish people themselves. The Jewish people are compared to Hashem's intellect. So, it's not only during the exile that it's called a state of sleep because we can't see how we have a virtue over the nations of the world, how we are governing them, but more, we don't see the virtue of ourselves, vis-a-vis ourselves. How so? Uh, let's go now to the top of Reisha Machzayim. Uh, this is among the, the reasons why the exile is compared to sleep. Everybody uses the words among the reasons. As I mentioned, there's two reasons. One, that the soul powers are in a state of um, disarray when we're asleep. And so too, during the exile, the soul powers are in a state of disarray. But, the, but the, more, the, the overarching point in this paragraph is how during the time of, of sleep, it's not noticeable the virtue of the higher soul powers. Not that the soul powers are functioning in a, dis, in a disarray, but you don't see the virtue of the higher soul powers. And so too, in the exile is similar to that in the, in the following way. As we said before, exile is a time of, so to speak, sleep in heaven. The reason the Jewish people are not living in Israel and they're not um, in their place is because the, no, the virtue of the Jewish people isn't revealed. So again, the Rebbe's not saying that why we're subservient to nations of the world. He's saying the reason why we don't see the virtue of the Jewish people themselves, that they're not at home, is because the virtue of the Jewish people isn't revealed. You hear the difference? There, there's, the previous Rebbe is emphasizing how when you're, when you're asleep, the, um, the, the higher soul power isn't, isn't um, seen as greater than the lower soul power, which a parallel for that in exile is we don't see the, how the Jewish people are ruling the nations of the world. But in this moment, they're saying another thing. He's saying not our rule, our, our dominion over the rest of, of, of the world, just we're talking about, don't worry, the dessert's good, we're having dessert. <laughs> we're in the Reisha Machzai. In the, in the, okay, so, so, so not just we're, talk, we're not talking about our, 
The previous step is emphasizing how you don't notice the higher soul powers virtue and they control the lower soul powers. You don't see how the Jewish people are ruling nations of the world. Instead, you see how nations of the world are ruling the Jewish people. The Jewish people are subserving nations of the world. Just like when you're asleep, you don't see the virtue of your intellect over your digestive system and other, other functioning things, as we'll see later on how that works. Um, it's, it's, it's not like when you're awake, when your mind is governing your feelings, your feelings are governing your behavior. When you're asleep, it's not in that way. So similarly, um, during the exile, the previous chapter says, you see the um, nations of the world dominating the Jewish people who are compared to Hashem's intellect. But the Rebbe is saying a different point, uh, and that is, we don't notice the virtue of the Jewish people themselves without any yardstick comparing them to anyone else, not, without, without looking at them, uh, how they relate to the nations of the world. We don't see them as being them. And that's why the Jewish people aren't living in Israel. Because the, the, why don't we live in Israel? Why, um, why, with the base of Migdash standing and the, and the temple um, functioning, why don't we have that um, happening? It's because it's a time of sleep. In the time of sleep, therefore, the, the virtue of the Jewish people is not revealed. The Israelian Banu Makam, what's our virtue? The Jewish people are called Hashem's children. As it says in the Torah, you are children to Hashem. Or at least, we're called the servants of Hashem. As we learned uh, last week, that there, there are different ways we could serve Hashem. We could serve Hashem uh, with love, we could serve Hashem with fear, we could serve Hashem with, um, uh, with, with, with a sense of obedience, but not really be into it, like a servant. Or we could serve Hashem like a child with, 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 with full love and passion. So whether we're children, we're acting like children, of course we are children, the Torah says we are children to Hashem. But whether we're acting like Hashem's servants, as we say in our prayers, Rosh Hashanah, Hashem, whether we're like children, or whether we're like servants, if we're like children, have Rachmanis on us, have mercy on us, like a father has mercy on his children. And if we're like servants, then our eyes turn to you. So whether we're like children or like, or like servants, even if we're like servants, even the servant of the king is considered the king. There are different places in the Talmud where it used, that phrase is mentioned. One place it says, a servant of the king is like the king. Another place it says, it is the king. A servant of the king is the king. So if we are servants of Hashem, we are the monarchy itself. We are the king himself. We, we are representatives of the king himself. We are servants of the king. We're like the king. So where is the place that a child is supposed to be. Where is the place that a servant is supposed to be? A child is supposed to be by his father's table, and a servant is supposed to be by his master's table. So whether we are like children or like servants, we should be in Israel with the Beis HaMikdash, fully functioning. And what's the reason that the Jewish people were exiled from their father's table, or their master's table? What happened? How this happened? The way this happened was... Because, was because they, they, they were in a state of sleep. It's not noticeable in Shemayim um, the virtue of the Jewish people, and therefore there is the idea of exile. So, everybody uses these words. It's just like when, when we're asleep, so you don't see the virtue of the intellect, you don't see how the intellect governs the feelings and the behavior of a person, that things aren't functioning in an orderly way as they are when you're awake. Um, of course, even when you're asleep, the Gemara says, Adamun Leila, a person's always responsible for their actions. 
But nevertheless, there is a fact that one has to mention that is because when we're asleep, our, our mind doesn't govern our feelings and our behavior in the same way as it does when we're awake. So similarly, we're saying that Hashem also, His higher soul power, which is His intellect, our souls are connected to the Chachma, the wisdom of Hashem. As it says in Tanya, that the reason why a, um, a Jew is ready to give his life rather than sever his bond with Hashem is because a Jew's soul comes from the Chachma of Hashem. What is the Chachma of Hashem? In one sentence, Alter Rebbe says in chapter 35 in Tanya, Chachma is a place where it's revealed how there's nothing besides Hashem. So that's, we use the word Chachma, which means intellect, but we're talking about the truth of Hashem, the, the, the truth of Hashem being expressed. So because a, um, it's a time of Gullus, which we said is, means a time of sleep, so it's not noticeable, the, so to speak, by Hashem, Hashem it, it's, not, it's not revealed in heaven even, it's, Hashem hides our virtue, that's the meaning of sleep. Just like in ourselves, when we're asleep, we, we don't see the virtue of our intellect, so too the Abishter governs the world in a way that it's not noticeable the virtue of the Jewish people. What should be happening is Jewish people are his chosen nation, the ones, his children, his servants, and therefore they should be having, um, they should be at home. So that why aren't they at home? Because it's a state of sleep, it's the exile, it's a state of sleep where it's not noticeable the virtue of the Jewish people. Um, okay, that's uh, basically the end of this section of the um, Mimer, a space. And uh, Mr. Shem will continue tomorrow. It's very funny. We look at all of this.